Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ah. 
thank you all for coming out this morning, listening, well, this afternoon, listening to us. And if you notice, yeah, we changed our title because um, we are audio. We're not really video right now, but we're audio. So, and we're on Rock Talk Radio. That's our main platform. We change the masses, media, ministry, radio, live. Amen. I am your host, Evangelist Portia MacIver, along with my co-host and producer, Sister Stephanie R. Fitcher. Amen. My daughter, we thank you all for joining, joining us today. And as you know, we're going to apologize up front. As you know, when you go live, whether on radio or video or TV or whatever, you know that they're going to be mistakes. So we're going to ask you up front for forgiveness for any mistakes made today. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to go before the throne of grace, and then we will be back with our live radio show. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name because you are truly worthy to be praised, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for being our Father, our King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. We thank you for the restoration of the kingdom, Lord. Hallelujah. For years I went and was saved and did not know what the restoration of the, I had never heard of the restoration of the kingdom, Lord. But now that I understand, I'm sharing it with your people, because your word said to preach the kingdom of God, and that's what I am going to do. Lord, we ask you to bless everyone in the audience. Hallelujah. Lord, use us as your vessel. Your words, our mouth, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. All glory and honor go to you. Not to us, but to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, as I said before, for coming out this afternoon. As you know, we have our um, church services, if you want to call it our ministry service, our live radio services. In the afternoon. Now, people don't like to get up early in the morning. So, we figured that we would have it in the afternoon because by that time, people are up. And if they have missed church, then, you know, okay, we're here. And if you are sick and shut in, then we're here. It gives you time to get your breakfast and get your bath or your shower and just sit down and you can listen to us doing your brunch or your lunch or whatever. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't forget our other programs. We'll start going video again eventually, but right now I'm satisfied with doing live radio. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to make an announcement. This month is our anniversary. We started one year ago in March. On the first day of spring, well, I started, I, I call it the first day of quorum. And if you're not familiar with quorum, we can sing in the description box to let you know what it's all 
all about. But if you're familiar with Queen Esther, you will know what happened on the first day of fools. Amen. But it's also the first day of spring here in America. So that's what we'll say. The first day of spring and fools. Amen. That will be our anniversary, March the 20th. One year. Amen. Hallelujah. We've gone through some ups and downs, and if we could save some bruises, well, maybe we could pick out some, I don't know. But we'll see what we're going to do. We haven't even decided what to do yet. But we're going to let you know that it is our anniversary month, March 2020. We've been on air now. Well, it will be one year on the first day of spring last forum, it will be one year since we've been doing it. And we're going to go on, hallelujah. We sometimes, you got it in character yourself. And then you all who are on here, and especially you all who are on Periscope and those arts that you give me and the thumbs up on YouTube or the likes on Facebook or your comments on Facebook, those things help us encourage us to go on with what God told us to do, reaching the masses. Amen. God has showed himself faithful. We are in so many countries. Oh, my goodness. And so many platforms bringing the word of God, hallelujah. Not our word, but the word of God. Because as you can see and look around you, the world is in dire need of God's word. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm not trying to scare you, but ooh, I've, I've been here for a long time, y'all. Now, I'm not anxious yet, but I've been here for a long time. I've never seen a world in this kind of condition. But we'll go on. Hallelujah. I will digress and we'll go on. We're going to bring Sister Stephanie on with our announcement. So if you will, um, well, I can't see, give her a hand. But if you will hold on, Sister Stephanie. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I'm going to bring the prayer list and acknowledge the countries that are listening to us. Continue to pray for Alberta Wilson, Malik Rose, Robert, his daughter, Abby, and granddaughter, Mackenzie, Russ Wagner, Diane Wagner, and her granddaughter, Abby, uh, Remy Holmes, Emery Holmes, Diane Holmes, the Bass family, Keith Cavey, Richard Robertson, Edna Clark, Lennon Owens, Letitia Davidson family, the Hayfield family, uh, Maretta Link, and James Russell. If you have a prayer request, leave it on our website, reachinmassministry.com. Go on to contact me there or email, email us at ministry at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to foreign countries that are listening to us, Denmark, Finland, Ghana, India, uh, Russia, France, Brazil, Australia, United States, Germany, Ireland, and Ghana. Wait, sorry, I already said Ghana. Zambia. I'm sorry, Zambia. <laughs> That's it for me. Thank you. That's it. I'll say thank you. <laughs> All right. We thank God for all of the countries that are listening to us. God is truly blessing y'all. Hallelujah. Those places I would have never went to 
Amen. Especially now with this coronavirus out here. Because the state put, amen. Thank God for the internet, hallelujah. Where you can go and you can preach the word. Now I don't know how long this one last. I've heard several people say several things. But for right now, I'm going to enjoy this with this window while it is open. Amen. Because I'm able to reach countries that I never could have got to unless the Lord did a miracle. But God, hallelujah, made the internet. Yeah, God made the internet. I know somebody else thinks they created it. But God, hallelujah, was the one who ordained it. Before the <laughs> beginning of the earth, he is the one who made and ordained the internet. Then gave the idea to a man or a woman, and he, in turn, began to unfold it in that man or that woman. And here we are. Amen. All things come from God. All good things. And the internet, though people use it for what they want to do, but for we who are preaching the gospel... It's a good thing because we can reach people that we could never have reached in our lifetime. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we're asking you, on whatever platform you're on, to share it with somebody else so that they, too, can hear the gospel. Make a disciple by sharing it. And especially you all who are on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Because the more thumbs up that we get, the further it goes. Amen? Hallelujah. Allow the algorithm to pick it up as far as it will go. So if you're hearing it on the live radio program or on the archive, then go ahead and share it. Share it, share it, share it. And then ask them to share it, share it. Share it, share it. We want the word of God to get out to the ends of the earth. Amen. So help us to do it. Amen. Let that be a stone in your crown when you get to heaven by sharing it. Amen. Hallelujah. When you hear the word of God and you know in your spirit that it's the truth, share it. Amen. Hallelujah. No matter what platform you're on, share it, share it. Amen. Uh, we want to thank also our, our first responders, our firemen, our EMT, and our policemen. They just had a big meeting here this past weekend um, for all the churches and training them in security. You know, I never thought in my lifetime I would have to see deacons and elders and pastors and things being trained for security in their church. That just blows my mind. But with the way things are on this earth nowadays, not the earth itself, amen, the people in the earth. I know some people call them the cabal, the deep state, I don't know what it is. But people are just, I don't know, it's weird, it's really weird, you know. I've never seen the world this bad, the people in the world, you know. The world is going on the same. Seed time and harvest, you know, the seed is planted, it grows up, and then it grows up and matures, and then man harvests it, you know. But the earth is doing what it's supposed to do and what it's been doing from the 
and all the earthquakes and all of that, and all of that has been happening, happening from the beginning. Even though it has increased, but the Bible tells us about earthquakes in diverse places. But I've, it's been earthquaking <laughs> everywhere ever since I was a child. And that's been, yeah, that's been a long time ago, y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. So that doesn't bother me so much. But the attitude and the meanness and the cold-heartedness of people, it scares me. It really does. And if I tells me to fear not, so I fear no man. Amen. Because God has already told me he has been counted his angels around me. But I'm scared for the people, scared for those ones who are on the job, the ones who are going shopping, the little children out playing in the front yard. And it's just crazy out there, you know? People throwing children away, they're found in garbage dumps and everywhere. I'm saying, why would you want to hurt a child? Come on now. And why would you want to shoot up a school? Why would you want to shoot up a grocery store? Why would you want to shoot up a mall? And if your boss fired you, then go and get another job. He didn't just fire you. Usually what happens is that he's firing a number of people, but somebody got to get that first notice. Amen. This one in Massachusetts chooses they fired four hundred some people. But I guess he was one of the first. He went out, got mad, went out, got a gun, started shooting. Come on, why? Why, 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 why? You know? I, I don't get all of this. It's more unrighteousness in this world than I have ever seen it be. Children used to go out and play. We used to go out and play and it had no problem for anybody smacking us or raping us or killing us or anything. We, when we were real young, we used to go trick-or-treating by ourselves. We couldn't go down for three rows, but we went trick-or-treating. And nobody was going to grab us. It would go from door to door, then come back home. And bring the candy home and have a ball. Amen. Mama allowed us to do that because she knew that we were known in the neighborhood. You know, our family was known. So they knew who we were. But nowadays, uh uh-uh. But then it got to be dangerous. And that's when she smashed us. Amen. Actually, that wasn't during that time. And we rolled back. It wasn't during my time when we were children. That was during my children's time. When you couldn't let them go out, so they might bite into an apple and there's a raisin in it. So, it, I mean, the razors, R-A-Z-O-R, yeah. That's what it happened during my children's time. Back in the 60s and 70s, yeah, you, you couldn't, and they would lace the candy with whatever. So, you know, you had to stop the Halloween, and um, the day still exists, but... We just bought candy for our children and let them eat to their hearts content. Or the church that we belong to would give the children bags of candy. Amen. And they were satisfied. They didn't have to go out there in their costumes and all of that kind of stuff. We just went to have church services. And at the end of the church services, they would get a bag of candy and the kids were happy because Mama always had candy. So they weren't happy. That's what Halloween was. Going out and collecting candy, but then it got dangerous. 
to the church and the people of the church would have this CCD candy in their trunk already bagged up and everything. Amen. Hallelujah. But things had to be altered in order to continue to keep the children happy. Amen. Because I don't celebrate Halloween, but I know what it's all about. And if you look at my videos, I think we have something there as far as what it's all about. But the thing about it, do a little search it and see what it is, what it really is about. Amen? But I'm not here to bash Halloween. I'm here to acknowledge that the world and the, the, the people in the world have gone down the wrong road. Most of them don't even want to hear about God. I was listening to one of the preachers and how they say in some of the churches nowadays that you go in there and mention the word Jesus, they've already put you out there. It's not the way it used to be. They don't want to hear about Jesus. They want to hear something about an organization or how to build a business and this and that or anything but the word of God. And if you use the word of God, you can't use the name of Jesus. And when you go on some of these conventions and stuff, they will tell you, but don't mention that name. Like I said last week, don't tell me that, because I will get up there, and I'll look at you, and I won't ask you. But then I'll get up there, and I'll say, in the name of Jesus. No, that's not being me, but I refuse to deny my Lord and Savior, the one that hung home bled and died for my soul. Hallelujah. My salvation on that cross. So don't tell me not to mention Jesus because all you go here throughout the service is Jesus, 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 Jesus. Amen. That's not being rebellious. That's lifting my Savior. Amen. Just because you don't want to hear it does not mean a lot to me. All you say, oh, you need to be politically correct. Correct. You know what? I'd rather be heavenly correct than to be politically correct. Amen. It is better to obey God than man. God holds my soul, not man. Man may kill my body, but my soul still lives on. And if I die for the gospel sake, and guess what? I'm right there with God. Hallelujah. Said with Jesus. Hallelujah. And they still down here in sin. If they don't get it right before they leave this, there are many places in hell. And there's no escape out of hell. So the Bible tells you that hell will be cast over into the lake of fire. It didn't say that the people, it said hell itself, which the people is. Amen. Hell is never empty. Hell will. It increases, but it will never be empty. And if you find yourself that no, you're next place. Your next, if hell is worth enough, but you're next stop. Hallelujah. Is a lick of fire. So, you know what? I choose not to go that route. So, don't tell me not to say Jesus because I'm going to say it. And the bad part about it, or the good part about it, is I'm going to say it over and over and over again. Amen. My sermon will consist of Jesus at the beginning, Jesus in the middle, and Jesus at the end. Amen. I'm sorry. I got to do that. He died for my sin. He redeemed. My soul. And this girl's soul was going straight to hell. 
and receive. So that anything or anybody keep me from lifting up and praising his name. Amen. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. And Okay. We're going to, right now, go into um, prayer. See, that's why I don't like to go down rabbit holes, so we all, but anyway, I start going where I start talking before I say the opening prayer, but yeah, I did say the opening prayer. Okay. Okay. Get into the kingdom. That's part of the map. 
to get back into the kingdom, to re-enter the kingdom. Now, I'm not going down that road right now. I'm not going to go down no rabbit hole, y'all. But if I do, <laughs> we'll be here forever. But he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all these other things will be added unto you. He also tells you before that we as children of God don't need to seek clothes or where we're going to stay or what we're going to eat. He said, for those things will be provided. If you're a child of God, those things will be provided. But for that supernatural, the supernatural things that he has for us, the understanding of them and the knowledge of how to use them. No, I'm not talking about math. I'm talking about the power and authority that he gave us as his children, as children of God. Amen. Because we're not servants, like I said last week. We are children of God, which is why I came from the particle stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Know you, whoever you are, and you're saved, you're redeemed, saved, heirs of God, join heirs with Christ, know that you are a child of God. Amen. A son. You have sonship. Amen. Whether you're a daughter or a man, you have sonship. You belong to God. You are adopted in, grafted in, hallelujah. So you are now. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you became a son of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, last week, we were talking about the difference uh, between being a producer and being a consumer. This week, we're going to come back. Did we put a title up? No, we don't have that. Okay, we're going to come back with jealousy does not become you. Amen? Jealousy does not become you. Amen? Now, jealousy means being envious of somebody. Amen? Some people are so envious that they're envious to the point wanting to harm Amen? But that is not of God. That can never be part of the kingdom of God. And if you have that in you, then you need to search around yourself. Because envy and strife and malice, all of that stuff, are the works of the flesh, not of the spirit. Remember who you are. You are a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. Amen? Or an earth suit, as we call it. Amen? So know that the real you is not just flesh, whether it's brown, red, Orange, you know, I don't think nobody about that. Oh, it's orange, not being a human being anyway. But whatever your flesh down is, whatever the melanin is in your flesh, that is just a coat. It's as if you would go to Burlington and buy you a coat or two. Well, text and tailor, whoever, buy you a coat in whatever color you choose. Amen. I have a red one. I like red. And I like purple, too. But I bought a red one because I couldn't find a purple one. And I love it, you know. But that's just an outer coat. The real me is underneath that coat. I can take that coat, put it on, fasten it up, and I go out looking good. You know, fix my face up. 
going to um, go on. Last week we learned about the prosperous son and how the prosperous son went out and he took his, he, he asked his father for what his portion of, of the riches that they had. Evidently they had a farm, they had land and whatever else. And they all three worked on them together. It doesn't say anything about the mother, but it talks about the three, the two sons, the three men, two sons and a father. So the younger son came and asked the father for his value or his inheritance because he wanted to go out on his own. So the father did. He gave him his inheritance what the younger son thought was due to him. After all, he had worked hard and helped his father produce too. Amen. But he decided instead of continuing to be a producer and working hard, he wanted to be a consumer. He didn't think ahead of time. And since he didn't think ahead of time, then he ended up being a consumer. And the Bible says he went out and, my goodness, he just blew his whole inheritance. Mm. That's what Adam and Eve did. They went out and blew mankind's whole inheritance. When Eve went to that tree and she picked that fruit and she ate it on the advice of the evil one, the serpent, the old dragon, she blew our inheritance. Now, we're not going to go down that line right now. I'm, 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 I don't want to keep you too long. But you know the story. If you've been in a Bible, then you know the story. If you don't, then go to Genesis chapter 1 and start reading. Amen? And you will find out the story. But I had to go back to the beginning to let you know where I'm going now. When they fell ate of their tree, the dominion that God had given them, they lost. See, the Holy Ghost was with them every day. It wasn't in them, it was with them. Amen? Nowadays, we have it in us. He dwells in us. Amen? Hallelujah. In our hearts, the Bible says. Amen? I'm not talking about that pump in your body. He dwells in you, this spiritual being called the Holy Ghost. He is a he. He dwells in your spirit with you. Amen. He comes and lives in you. You say, ooh, that sounds like possession. Well, in a way it is. But it's a good possession. And we're not going down that road either. Anyway. With Adam and Eve blowing their kingship, the ownership of the earth, because God gave them the earth, and they were to have dominion over it and subdue it. He gave them power over everything in the earth. They were literally supposed to take care of the whole earth. They and their children. Amen. And he had other plans, but I'm not going into that right now. Amen. Because you may not be able to understand it. But, a long story short, 
He gave them dominion or kingship over this earth, ownership over this earth. They were to take care of it. Amen. This was their domain. domain. Their kingdom domain. Amen. Hallelujah. It was their kingdom. God gave it to them. But they blew it. And when they were disobedient to God Almighty, then they lost. The Holy Ghost left them. Amen? Because the Holy Ghost cannot dwell in sin. And they had committed a great sin. They had went against God, disobeyed him, which literally is called mutiny. Amen? But they did it on the advice of an unimportant charity. We all know who he is. I'm not even going to mention his name. But when they obeyed him rather than God, Bible says, hallelujah, it is better to obey God, amen, rather than anything else in the world or in the universe, amen. Because God is the maker. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein, amen, hallelujah. But he gave it to Adam and Eve, hallelujah, and they blew it. Because when they listened to that unemployed cherub, as Miles Monroe calls him, then they lost their kingdom. They literally gave up their kingdom to that unemployed cherub. Amen. The enemy, because he was not their friend, he came as a friend all slick and slithery. Uh-huh. You got people that come in. Girl, let me tell you. If you come in all slick and slithering, hey, rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Enough said. I digress. All right. When the unemployed sheriff came in, he came in to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's just what he did. He stole their inheritance. And then he killed, hallelujah, their chances of being kings or king and queen over earth. Amen. Over earth. They were the first words that God said. Hallelujah. But he stole it from them. It was called adverse possession. When you have a property that you have abandoned for one reason or another, someone can come in, purchase their property because it has not been touched. And guess what? There's a quickest way to get that property, put somebody in it, and guess what? It's no longer yours. So you then got to go to court and get somebody to get your property back. And that's hard, y'all. That's hard. I've heard too many cases of it. Amen. Hallelujah. But that's what Satan did. Now, if you understand that, let us go back to what the Bible was talking about. When God said that he was going to restore the kingdom, then what he did was brought his son down to 40 and through 40 and two generations. Amen? And his name, Jeremiah said, was going to be Emmanuel. When the Holy Ghost came to Mary and told her that he was going to overshadow her, the angel came and told her that the Holy Ghost would overshadow her and she would receive a son. That son was the one who God sent here, his only begotten son. Amen. We are his sons, but we were not begotten, hallelujah. We were 
adopted in or grafted in. Amen. Hallelujah. But yet we still, we're still 100% sons. When God sent his only begotten son down, and he came to teach us, he came to regain the kingdom back, the kingdom that Adam and Eve had lost, the domain that they had lost. Hallelujah. And when he hung, bled, and died on that cross, because if I could say without the shedding of blood, there can be no redemption of sin, Jesus came to redeem man or to take back man, take back the earth, take back his kingdom. He gave it to us, then he had to come back and get it back. But he, the way he got it back is through shedding his blood. Amen. But not only to get his kingdom back, but to redeem us, to give us a way to get back to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This thing is so, this particular chapter on the prodigal son is so widespread that there's so many sermons that can be preached from this thing. There's so many lessons in this thing. But we are going this way today. I don't know what it's going to be. Why three of this or what? But the sequel will go on because this is about the kingdom. The title is Kingdom Mandate. Amen. But this particular chapter, oh my goodness, I thought about it this morning. And I see this way I can go and that way I can go. I say, Lord, help me. I need to, I need direction. So he's telling me to get faith, what he says, and teach. What he is telling me to you. So that's what I'm going to do. All right. Now, we come to the story of the prodigal son. And you know how he went out, he wanted his inheritance, went out there and with his wife is living in prostitution. No, he wasn't, but with the prostitute. And everything, he was set up part of the paper, the whole thing. Everybody loved him. Amen. He had all sorts of friends. His nice big, and this is not in the Bible, but I can imagine his nice big loft apartment and, you know, or whatever, his nice big mansion, whatever he had, he went out there and blew it all. <clears throat> he was a consumer, y'all. He was not a producer. He came from being a producer, but he wanted to be a consumer. As a leader, he consumed it all. He and his what he thought were doing it all. Now, we already know about how he had to get hired out by somebody and how he almost ate the pigs out the word pain. We told you last week, meaning almost wanting to, almost doing something that you don't want to do. He never ate the pigs out. He just almost ate it because he was so hungry. Because his friends had fled. They didn't want to have anything to do with him. They had spent his money, or they had spent his money, and now they wanted nothing more to do with it. So we know that they were not good really friends. Am I right? Got them kind of friends? Uh-huh. Oh, stick with you too. Stick and thin. But then when it gets sick, they get out. Mm-hmm. We've all had those kind of friends. They're with you while you're up, but when you go down, they walk away. And say, oh, I don't know you. I don't want anything to do with you. Get away from me. Yeah, we've been through that. That's what this young man went through. 
for young people. If you're listening, beware of your friends. If they're truly your friends, then they will be with you even when you're down. And they're the ones that's going to help you up. Amen? Hallelujah. But if they leave you laying there after you're falling in some manner, that's not your friend. Amen? So don't have anything to do with them anymore. Anyway, with the prodigal son, he came back home because he thought about it. He said, my father's servants have more than I do. They eat bread every day. They have a place to stay. They have a warm bed to lay their head down in. And here I am out here feeding pigs in the pig pen. No place to lay my head. I think I'll go back home to my father and ask him, can I be one of his servants? But his servants certainly have it better than I do. So he did. He began to get back home. And the Bible said his father was out there. And his father saw his son coming afar off. And how he ran and kissed him on his neck and brought him back home and put a robe on him and put a ring on him. And I'll explain the ring when I explained it last week. So go back and listen to last week. You'll find out what the ring is all about. It's a form of identification. In fact, your credit card is a form of identification. Amen. Hallelujah. And you can take it and put your sons and your daughters on it and let's get back. Amen. He came back and all was well. Amen. But now, it's part two. That young man had a brother because that man, that father, had two sons. And I'm going to ask Sister Stephanie to read our first scripture of the day. Okay, we're back in Luke from last week. We're on, okay, Luke 15, verse 25, and we're going to come from the Passion Version. Now, the older son was out working in the field when his brother returned. And as he approached the house, he heard the music of celebration and dancing. So he called over one of the servants and asked, what's going on? And the servant replied, it's your younger brother. He returned home, and your father is throwing a party to celebrate his homecoming. The older son became angry and refused to go in and celebrate. So his father came out and pleaded with him, come and enjoy the feast with us. The son said, father, listen, how many years have I been working like a slave for you? Performing every duty you act as a faithful son. I had never once disobeyed you, but you never throwing a part of me because of my faithfulness. Never once have you even given me a goat that can feed on and celebrate with my friends like he's going now. But look at this son of yours. He's coming back after wasting your your wealth. He comes back after wasting your wealth on prostitutes and reckless living. And here you are throwing a great feast to celebrate for him. The father said, my son, you're always with me by my side. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. It's only, it's only right to celebrate like this and be overjoyed because it's, because this brother of yours was once dead and gone, but now he's alive and back with us again. He was lost, but now he's found. Amen. See, when this young son came back, 
because all of that I have. You have yours, you have mine, and he may have made it, but he's going to be okay because he's going to get more. He may not have as much as you do because you have mine and yours. And when I pass on, you will have mine and yours. You know, I'm, I'm going a little bit too far here, but what was his, what was the father? was to be split up between the two sons when he passed. But you know what? Now that the son is home, the son is going to work because the son that was lost is now back home. So he's going to work, and he's going to join in with the wealth. There's another scripture I think I'll go in to help you to understand that. So, you know, the big brother got up, and he went on in to celebrate. But they were both like, the son finally figured out what was going on. They were both glad when they went into the party. They did. They both went into the party and they celebrated because the young son was home. They realized that that son could die out there. They realized that the enemy could have took advice. They realized that the enemy had taken his whole inheritance. Just as the enemy, our enemy, the unemployed church, took our Amen. But God sent Jesus to win it back. And he sent us home. We are that way your son that went out. Mankind went out and spent his inheritance. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at yourself and say, God has opened the door for me to get back into the kingdom. If you're not saved, say that to yourself. I'm ready to get back into the kingdom. I'm the son that once was lost, but now I'm found. Amen? And if you are saved, then you've already been found. So rejoice, celebrate, because you're back home. Amen? And we are listening to Kingdom Mandate. And all of you who are part of the kingdom, all of you who have given your life to Christ, and you're saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and fire, the Bible says, rejoice. Because you're saved. You're found at home. But for all of you that are still out there with all your stuff, and you have not came back into the kingdom that God meant for you to have, get it together. Come back home. All of us are here. Any pastor, anywhere, any evangelist, any teacher, we're here as God. Hallelujah. Governor, welcome you back. Amen. Come on back to the party. He's waiting for you with open arms. Hallelujah. Come on back and share and share the inheritance of God. Amen. You don't belong out there. You belong to God. You are His creation, not the creation of the city. It was set up, hallelujah, for you. In the beginning, but the devil stole it. But Jesus came and got it back by shedding his blood. Redemption is waiting for you. Salvation is waiting for you. Come on back home and enjoy the goodness of the Lord. Next week, we'll come back with part three of Kingdom Mandate. Trying to teach you what the kingdom is all about. Amen. Because most People are preaching it, but we're coming back next week with part three of Kingdom Management. 
to all of you who are back in the kingdom, welcome, welcome, welcome. To all of you who are not back yet, come on back. What are you waiting for? God and we are waiting for you. You don't know what you're missing. Amen. Hallelujah. Love you all. Let us go before the throne of grace and close prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we glorify your name. Hallelujah, because you are worthy to be praised. Lord, thank you for winning the kingdom back. Hallelujah. Lord, teach the people, teach your people, because then you teach me what the kingdom is all about. Hallelujah. Because a lot of us were not taught this. We need to know what's in the kingdom for us and why we need to come back, Father. Bless all of those, hallelujah, to who know you already, who have already returned. And those who don't, touch their hearts, Lord, hallelujah. And let them know they need to come back into the kingdom. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you and we ask you and enable us to be back here next week at 12 noon, hallelujah, to continue this kingdom mandate, Father. In the name of Jesus, let everyone here listening. Hallelujah, Lord, forgive the mistakes today. Hallelujah, but we're only human. Lord, there is more, hallelujah, but we'll save that until next week, Lord. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, and we glorify your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Say you all have a good day. There are more scriptures that I wanted to do today. But like I said, I promise not to keep you long, but see, I can go on and on and on and on and on. I'm like the end of buddy. If I get to preach, I'll let myself preach. You'll be here for three hours. But we'll bring the other scriptures back next week. The Kingdom Mandate, the series, part three. Love you all. Have a great Sunday. Great March the first. Don't worry about this coronavirus. God says he has it in hand. That's a message from God. He has it in hand. He told us to fear not. Remember, if you are his, nothing by any means shall harm you. Love you all, but God loves you more. Bye-bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.